Welcome to the counterculture segment of the Eastview Students High School Podcast, where every other week we'll discuss relevant cultural topics to encourage high school students in their faith. I'm your host, Zach Thompson, and I hope today's conversation challenges you, encourages you, and equips you in your walk with Christ. Without further ado, let's head into the episode. Yo, what's up, high school students? Yo, yo. So good to have you back. Hey, it's it's a great time of year. You know why it's a great time of year, Cooper? Why is that? March Madness, Yes, baby. sir. Let's yeah. go. Basketball all day, every day. Some of you <laughs> literally. Some of you don't care at all. And you know what? That's okay. The Lord forgives yep. and he offers grace. Now, some people on the, on the other hand will skip church to watch certain <laughs> basketball games and certain number one seeds taking an L to yeah. a much smaller college. Hey man, that's, that's fresh. Okay. <laughs> it is. You're, there's somebody's tuning out now because you just said that. Well, so. tune back in because yeah. we got, we got a great uh, episode here for you today. So just a reminder guys, if you have not subscribed to the podcast, we'd love for you to do that. And if you really enjoyed today's episode, or if you have enjoyed past episodes, we'd love it. If you would just share it, it helps us get the word out, helps us grow. And um, if you are interested in some of our other topics, we have plenty of um, episodes that we've recorded already. We have a, an episode on relationships and mental health. And, and we told our stories the last time we had an episode. So just a bunch of cool stuff that we hope you guys can check out. So, um, so Zach, how has your week been? Anything interesting going on besides March Madness? Oh, I mean, that's just, the, that's about that's it. The big thing, man. Yeah. So yeah, I basically camped out on my couch and Watch games all weekend. So <laughs> that was really fun. I know, yeah. <laughs> I did. I felt like I, I, I'm not good at like relaxing that much though. Yeah, yeah. I was sitting there for a whole weekend. Yeah. And I was ready to, I was like, I did a paper on Sunday and I was like Ooh. rejuvenated writing the paper because I'd been relaxing. So I tell much. you what, it's, it's also been super nice weather out. Oh, it and has. So yeah. um, I'm like, dog sitting for my parents nice. this week. So I was walking the dog yesterday and just like really nice weather. And I'm like, Oh, this is great. Popped yeah. in another podcast. Yeah. So Hey, podcast, if you guys want to know, it's a great, you can listen to a podcast, this podcast yes. while walking your dog. Yes. Yeah, so you can, you can listen to podcasts doing a lot of things. I like to do it while I'm cleaning, yeah. doing, you know, driving or whatever. Yeah, that's great. Well, uh, we're super excited this week to dive into, uh, this specific topic this week, Cooper, we're talking about doubt and let's just say, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say, everyone struggles with this. Yes. So, um, yeah. if you're listening to this right now, maybe you really resonate with it. Maybe you're like, Oh, I don't know if I do. I, there are points where I think we all struggle with doubt because mm-hmm. we have a faith and we are following a God that we can't always see. Right. We can't see and we can't always hear. And we, and you know, that's hard. That's hard to do. And so I just want to say too, the, the whole reason we called this podcast counterculture is because we want to go against what we, we kind of want to go against the cultural norms and in, in following Jesus because following Jesus is countercultural. Right. Yeah. Um, and also I think talking about doubt is countercultural because I think it's very easy to say if someone struggles with doubt, then that thing must not be real. Or on the other hand, you may say, well, you're crazy. It, how can you struggle with doubt? Like if you're going to have faith in God, you can't struggle with doubt. You have to be completely confident mm. or mm. else maybe you don't have a faith. And I think it's countercultural to kind of say, Hey, doubt's okay. Yeah. It's normal. Yeah. And let's, let's figure out how to follow Jesus when sometimes, you know, we may have a harder time doing that because 
it's not tangibly right in front of you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh, Cooper, you want to introduce our guests? This yeah, week? I'm so excited. We have a good friend of ours with us today. So, Annie, Annie is somebody that. Well, actually, I'll let you t- you talk about yourself a little bit. So, Annie, welcome to the podcast. First of all, it's good to have you here. And second, can you just tell us about yourself? Like, how old are you? Um, kind of what you do here at the church? You know, any fun facts? That kind of stuff. Go ahead. Yeah, well, I'm really excited to be talking on the podcast. This is my first podcast ever. Awesome. Oh, yes. Wow, <laughs> newbie. <Yeah>. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. And I always say to everyone, I have a lot of thoughts and I feel like I have a lot of things to say. Sweet. So I'm really grateful to be here. Um, I am 24 years old. I also work at ECU um, and I work in the video department. So I get to um, film lots of different things and create stuff for Sunday mornings or different ministries. Um, and it's a really awesome job. And I'm really grateful um, to be here. So. Another fun thing about Annie, Annie's also one of Cooper and I's really good friends. Aww. And if you guys remember back to last week's <laughs> podcast, our ski trip, Annie yeah. is the one that basically organized it. Yeah. And she came right along and got to experience all the fun things yes. that happened. The legendary ski trip. It was yes. awesome. Um, so Annie, um, Specifically, so we're talking about doubt today. Can you just give a quick synopsis of kind of why, um, like why you, you're the person today talking about doubt? Like how sure. can students um, kind of take some of that and, you know, what's your experience with that? Yeah, I think doubt is one of those things that, um, like Zach said, so many of us experience, but so few of us actually end up talking about mm-hmm. um, because I think especially in a church setting, or if you're a student who's really involved and maybe you're serving or you've grown up in the church, um, you might feel this pressure uh, just to have a faith all the time. And just this fairy tale faith that I think is portrayed in a lot of um, American churches of just, you know, you follow Jesus. So everything's great and you are fine. Right. Mm. And a lot of people end up not talking about these questions or the doubts that they have. And I found that true in my own life where you know, there were things that I started questioning or, um, just like, okay, God, are you really who you say you are? Mm. And even being in, you know, ministry roles or things where I felt like I couldn't have those questions or what kind of Christian am I, if I'm questioning these things, Mm. but in reality, so many people do have these experiences. They just aren't talking about them. So I wanted to, um, talk about that and clear some of the, um, stigmas behind having doubts in your faith. I also wanted to say that a lot of times we think that doubt is a knowledge issue or or we don't believe the facts of, of things that we've been presented about God or the faith. But um, Kurt Thompson says that um, doubt is actually a relational issue. Um, If Mm. you experience doubt in your faith, a lot of times that can come after a period of, of disappointment. Or for me, like when I had my, big period of doubt last year, I, I looked back and realized like I experienced a, a big loss and a big disappointment in my life. Mm-hmm. And that really made me question like, God, are you, are, is that really who you are? Mm-hmm. And, and I didn't make that connection at the time, but a lot of times doubt is a relational issue and comes as a result of disappointment or, or trauma or loss in your life. I think that's good because here we go. Here's another staff member cup coming on and, and talking with us here. Here you guys have it. Three staff members at Eastview that wrestle with doubts mm, sometimes. Yeah. And, and so let's, let's get away from the idea that you struggling with doubt means that there's something wrong with you. Mm, All right. Yes. Let's, let's normalize the fact that doubt is, is human. Yeah. Um, and, and so Cooper, I kind of wanted to 
ask you, and I kind of also want to share what, yeah. do you have any personal experiences with doubt or like, what's your story with it? Yeah, man. I, I just want to affirm like what you just said. Um, mm-hmm. like I grew up in the church, um, been in the church since I was born. My parents have worked in ministry for 20 plus years and longer than I've been alive. Um, and I would say even I, th- I, the biggest thing I think for me is that, yes, I have been surrounded by church and faith and there are still some things here and there. Um, sometimes often, and sometimes I go through seasons where I'll have more doubts and sometimes I go through seasons where I feel, um, I'm not stronger in my faith, but I just don't, I don't have lingering doubts, mm-hmm. but, um, I just would say like my testimony is that I still have strong faith in the Lord mm-hmm. when, even though there are times when things don't make sense, when I second guess things, when I find out something new and that doesn't mean that God's still not there, that he's still not true and that he's still not good. Um, but it just, you know, that's just part of, like you said, you know, it's okay. It's, it's part of, part of the Christ following journey. So, yeah, I, w- I would agree with you, Cooper. And I love what you said there, that there's, there's kind of like seasons of maybe where you struggle with doubt yeah. more than others. And and I would say that's true for me as well. Um, that sometimes there are just seasons where I'm just, I'm questioning a lot or things are rolling around in my brain a lot, or mm. I'm, you know, laying in bed at night. And I'm like, man, this is, this is sometimes crazy what we believe mm-hmm. and, and see this. And, and so maybe there's like a question like, man, creation is just wild. To <laughs> oh think yeah. About. Like, man, mm-hmm. <laughs> but then there are also seasons like, man, God, I, God is so present mm-hmm. in my life right now. And God is doing so many big things that how could I not believe in a yeah. God? And then you start asking maybe the same question about creation. Like, man, look at this. How can I not believe in a God that created this? Yeah. But there, you know, there's seasons where that may be different and, and we'll get into it a little bit, but I, I just want to say like, I have found that those seasons of doubt come more often when I am less disciplined in my time with the Lord, mm. that I'm not spending as much time with him. I'm getting busy by all the distractions of the world because what happens is, is we lose sight of the presence of God right. in our lives. And we're distracted by so many things that when you lose sight of it and you're not seeing it all the time, then you maybe start questioning it. Like, wait, where is he? Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, Annie, let's, let's ask this. If, if I struggle with doubt, what does that mean? Um, so for a student or not even a student, either, even for Cooper, myself, you, if I struggle with doubt, what does that mean? Does that mean I don't have a faith? Absolutely not. (laughs) Um, I think first of all, it means that you're a human being. Mm. Um, As I said before, I think a lot of people do experience this. It's just not talked about. So I think it's important to give yourself grace in that. Um, I think that oftentimes doubt and faith can go hand in hand um, because if you have been walking with Jesus for a while and you kind of get into that routine um, and maybe you haven't had a lot of things to challenge that. Maybe you grew up with your parents' faith or you never really made your faith your own. Mm. Um, And you haven't had that challenge in your faith. When hard times come, you might get knocked off your feet because you haven't truly wrestled with these things for yourself and asked those really hard questions. Mm. That's interesting. So almost like if faith has been really easy for a long time, maybe because you've been following your parents' faith or you kind of been going through the motions and you haven't really been challenged, you're saying, because I would think that the 
tendency would be if I'm getting super challenged in my faith, then that's when I'm going to really doubt. And so I'm kind of scared of being challenged of what I believe, Mm. but you're maybe suggesting that, no, it's good for us to ask questions to maybe Mm. challenge what our faith has been because that helps us deal with our doubt. Yeah. I think that, I mean, if you've had kind of this, I mean, quote, easy faith, and then something real, and you've never had doubts or questions or asked these things. Mm-hmm. Then when, you know, something maybe traumatic happens in your life, you're like, well, I've, I have no idea anymore. Like, was this even, and not to say that's, mm. you can't recover from that or God won't use that. Yeah, but I yeah. think if you're having these questions, it's important to ask them and voice them as you go. That way, you know, when inevitably, you know, the Bible says that we're going to go through trials mm. um, and that's just a fact of life. You right. have that foundation and you've asked those questions, you've wrestled with God and you come out on the other side stronger because you fought for your faith. Okay. Yeah, that's really good. So um, kind of transitioning here. So when we're talking about specifically students, so high school students, um, why do you think that so many students struggle um, with doubting their faith? Like specifically Um, like, I feel like that's an interesting thing too, because it's okay to doubt, but at the same time, a lot of students, it's really hard. Mm -hmm. Um, and so why do you think that is? Yeah, I think with your adolescent years, like as you're growing up, um, you're starting to make those decisions for yourself. Mm -hmm. You're starting to think and act for yourself. And so, like I said before, if, if faith is something you just kind of inherited, um, from your family or whatnot, um, when you're coming to those ages of junior high, high school, where a lot of people do make decisions to follow Jesus, but um, you find a lot of people fall away from their faith as well. And I think it's a lot of it is because you have that autonomy. Um, but as I said before, like, I think that it's a really good opportunity to ask questions and figure out for yourself. Um, and that's why I think, you know, coming to Sunday service in junior high, high school and, and listening to these podcasts and doing the things that are um, building up your faith and being in community in a small group in safe places to ask these questions um, is really important and, and will only benefit you in the yeah, long run. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, I know a lot of students listening, like you guys have you have small group leaders, you have pastors like, like Zach and I, um, there are a lot of people that, that want you to ask these questions. And so, yeah, that's really good. It's really good to surround yourself with those people. And I want, this is something I preached about this past Sunday, but I, I feel like one of the tactics of the devil is he wants us to not ask our questions. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. because like, oh man, like as a Christian that I've followed Jesus my whole life, I shouldn't ask, I shouldn't have to ask this question. Mm. I shouldn't have, to, I shouldn't be doubting this thing yeah. or like, we don't want to know what the answer is, or maybe yeah. we do know what the mm. answer is and we don't want to hear it. And mm. so we don't ask our questions. Well, what happens is if we don't continue to ask, Hey, why do we believe this? Or what exactly do we believe? Yeah. What happens is, is we forget those things that eventually down the road, we ask, maybe bring up those questions. What do we believe? Why do we believe it? And it becomes, well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That question was never answered for me. So I can't give you an answer to this. And so I think that's one of the tactics. And, and so, man, as a high school student, if you have questions about faith, now is the time to ask them. Yeah, And we have those spaces, whether that's on a Sunday morning, but man, our small groups, Cooper, mm-hmm. that is the place. That is a safe place to say, Hey, listen, guys, I'm, I'm wrestling through this question yeah. about my faith. And let me, let me say this too. I guarantee you there is someone else in your group that is asking that same question. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I lead a small group of freshman boys. And um, I think some of the most uh, memorable and just, I, I really appreciate the moments when, 
hard questions are asked. And I hope that they're not asked um, with shame. Like, you know, right. why am I asking this? But I just, I think it's just so great. So, um, so yeah. Annie, what would be your word of advice for a student struggling with doubt? I think the, one of the most important things is, as we mentioned, to talk about it. Um, mm. Like you said, Zach, I think the enemy, his tactic for anything that we're struggling with is to isolate us, to get us away from community, to think that it's only us. We feel ashamed Oh yeah. that we shouldn't have these questions. If mm. I'm a Christian, I grew up with, you know, going to church or whatever it is. You just use this word, this word should against yourself. Like mm-hmm. I shouldn't feel this way. I shouldn't have these right. questions. So you stuff it, right? You don't talk about it. Right. And then it becomes it just breathes in your heart and your mind to the point where it is a huge problem. So number one, talk about it. You're not alone. Um, Lots of people, I would say, you know, struggle with the same thing. And the second thing I would say is um, bring it before the Lord. Like he, first of all, he already knows. Um, He, you know, the Bible says he's compassionate. He's merciful. He's slow to anger, Mm -hmm. abounding in steadfast love. And, and he, he can take it, you know, and, and I think like, continually pouring your heart out to God, which is something I had to do when I was struggling with doubt is like, God, I just don't know. And, Mm. you know, the Bible also talks about, or there's a man, um, a father who wants his child to be healed. And he says to Jesus, you know, he's seeing Jesus face to face and he says, help me with my unbelief. Mm -hmm. And that's a prayer that I pray often is, you know, if I find these things that I'm struggling with is, you know, God, I just don't know. Like I've seen you before. I know mm. this is true, but I just can't feel it right now. Like, would you please just help me? Because I don't know what to do. And mm. I think that being honest with other people and with God, um, those are only going to serve you in the long run. Yeah, that's really good. And you kind of brought up a passage already, but um, like specifically, like what does the Bible say about doubt? Like you brought up a passage already, but like I said, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You did say that again. I'll cut that out. That's <laughs> no, all right. <laughs> no, don't cut it. I say leave it. Or no, now you're, no, you're making it awkward. No, it's going. <laughs> all right. Uh, did you want to ask the question again? Yeah. So, so what does, I know you already specifically mentioned a passage, but uh, what does the Bible have to say about doubt? I think it's, it's cool. And it's interesting to look at, you know, the disciples and the people around Jesus in the flesh and mm. see how even they doubted because mm, yeah. we're all human beings and our natural tendency is not to necessarily believe. Um, so that's why it's so we have to work at our faith. We have to um, be in community. We have to go through these disciplines in order to train ourselves. But um, yeah, I think it's important to remember that passage that, you know, God is merciful. Mm. Um, there's grace for all your doubts. Um, also, you know, the, the passage in where you know, Peter sees Jesus walking on water and he is called out into the waves and oh, he's yeah. like, I'm walking, you know, I, I, I see you. I think I believe. And then he doubts and he sinks. Mm-hmm. But what do you, you see right after that is, you know, Jesus kind of rebukes him for his doubt, but he also says, you know, he lifts him up. You know, it's, it's not a, you didn't believe in me, you know, get out of here. I, I don't want you. It's, it's, Hey, you know, we'll work on this together. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the character of God. And mm. um, Thomas also saw the risen Lord Jesus and, oh, yeah. and didn't believe. And, and he had to, to physically touch Jesus. He said, you know, seeing is believing, but for us, we have to, we have a different challenge. And um, sometimes we have to flip it and say, you know, believing is seeing. So if I believe that I will see God show up today, you will, mm. you know, once you look for God and, and truly believe he'll be there, oftentimes you see him everywhere. Mm-hmm. But if you go about your day thinking, 
well, you know, I think God's there. I don't really know if he's going to show up. I'll probably just, you know, go to school, do my homework and chill. Like he might not, you yeah. might not see him as much right. as if you're, you're actively thinking he's going to be, be there. Yeah, being intentional about it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I, I kind of wanted to throw in a couple of things too, because we see in the new Testament when Jesus is talking to his disciples, oftentimes he'll be like, guys, why, why are you doubting? Yeah. Why are you doubting me? And I think we have to keep in mind too, that these disciples were walking every day with Jesus. They were actually with him. Right. And so Jesus of, of course, looking at him like, you guys are doubting me. You've seen the miracles (laughs) I've done. Like Like, literally, come on. Mm -hmm. And I think we just need to give a little grace to ourselves that Mm -hmm. it's like, we're, we're not walking in person with Jesus, right? We don't have the same experience as the disciples. We, we are, we are thankful for the disciples and writing down these things and, speaking about these things so that our faith is built on kind of the, the, the history of what um, people that walked with Jesus are. But I want to share a passage from first Peter um, because Peter was one of those guys that walked with Jesus. Yet Jesus said to him often, Hey, why are you doubting me? Mm -hmm. He was the guy that denied Jesus three times. And in, in first Peter, he's writing a letter to people that are believers in Jesus but they had never met Jesus before. He's, he's writing this as Peter being the guy that had met Jesus before. And he says this, um, he says in verse eight of chapter one in first Peter, you love him, even though you have never seen him, mm. though you do not see him now, you trust him and you rejoice with a glorious inexpressible joy. Mm. And it's interesting because then the next one, it says verse nine, the reward for trusting him will be the salvation of your souls. Mm-hmm. And so what Peter is saying here is like, man, listen, I walked with Jesus. You guys didn't. And yet you still believe in him yeah. and you haven't seen him yet. You still trust in him, man. You are going to find inexpressible joy mm. in that. And you're going to find salvation for your souls. Like Peter is That's like good. commending them. He's like, man, I had an advantage here, but look at you guys. This is amazing. And so yeah. I think we need to give ourselves a little grace here. Uh, with this, but also understand that guys, your faith, the fact that you are choosing to follow Jesus you're going to find salvation for your souls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, life is so much better. Life is so, even in the midst of doubt, Yeah, yeah. life is so much better yeah. um, when you've placed your faith in Jesus. And I do want to just make a quick mention too. I know there are probably some students on here that are, are probably in the boat of, I haven't really struggled with doubt. Like I have, I believe um, wholeheartedly. And let's just, that is actually a spiritual gift, mm. faith. Yeah, and, for sure. Yeah. And so you have been given the gift of faith. I mean, praise God for that. Thank him for that. That yeah. is huge. And you can, man, you are the kind of people that can really help those students that are struggling with Absolutely. doubt. We, yeah. we need people of faith to walk and walk alongside those that maybe that doesn't come as easy to say, Hey, here's how, here's why I believe. And let me encourage you mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I just wanted to throw that in there as well. Yeah. Any, one more question for you. Um, a student struggling with doubt, someone else struggling with doubt. Will I always struggle with doubt? Is there, is there hope in this? So when you're in the midst of doubt or a season like that, it can feel like it, it will last forever. Mm. Um, but just like any other valley that you're walking through, it will come to an end. Um, and there's always hope in the midst of that. Mm. Um, I found that for myself, you know, last year I had a period of doubt that lasted longer than what I, what I thought it would. Mm. Um, but I can say now, like 
having wrestled with God and come out on the other side of that, my faith is stronger than it's ever been. Mm. I feel more confident awesome. and sure of, of myself and of God and his character. Um, and I think that's, that's because of the valley that I walked through. Yeah. Um, and I always come back to, even in the midst of doubts, um, Romans 8, 38 and 39. And it talks about how nothing can separate us from the love of God, yep. um, including your doubts, whatever you're going through, yep. wherever you're questioning or, or wondering, um, he can take it. And mm, so good. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I want to throw in just, uh, before we wrap up here, I want to throw in a couple of resources, uh, for you students oh, that yeah. might be wrestling with doubt. One of them is roomfordoubt.com. Um, you can go on there and there have been literally like a multitude of questions that you might have about oh, yeah. faith that have been answered by like professionals, mm -hmm. doctors of ministry, like some extremely smart guys to help you um, deal with that. I was actually looking through the website today and I was just looking at rank one question, like asking, how can I believe in the resurrection? How can I believe that mm -hmm. Jesus rose from the dead? Yeah. And this guy wrote out like four different points of like, this is why it's probably harder to believe that the resurrection didn't happen than it actually yeah, happening. And I'm like, awesome. man, this is just such a great resource. So that'd be number one. Yeah, and there's an app too, as well. I have it on my phone. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and I've used it and I, right. I've used it in seasons. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then number two, uh, is I, what is it? Gotquestions.com. Yeah. Room for doubt. And then gotquestions.com. Yeah, yeah. And that's another place. Literally any question you can think of, they probably answered it. Um, and so those are two resources you guys can go to if yeah. you're wrestling with those things, because I do want to say too, just because we wrestle with doubt, doesn't mean that I believe wholeheartedly that Jesus is the son of God yes. and mm. um, you know, that he has saved us and he has rescued us and he has risen from the dead and, and all yeah. that, like, Amen. Man, like that is something you can rest on. And even if you question it from time to time, that doesn't make it any less true. So mm. yeah. So good. All right. Well, Annie, thanks for talking about doubts and yeah. stuff. Thanks and for having me. Yeah. Well, we can't let you go yet. Here we go. Getting into oh, our, no. this is it. our last segment. We've got some hip hop music playing oh, yeah. in the background. Okay, cool. Well, we are up to funniest thing that happened to you this week. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it's <laughs> yeah. a little, some laughs for you uh, today. So yeah. Annie, we prepared you as hopefully we do with all our guests. So Annie, funniest thing that happened to you this week go yeah so I was on a little weekend trip um and I was hiking one day with some of my friends and um some half of us split off to go a different direction and um a few of us were trying to finish the trail that we started um we didn't plan ahead super well so I had taken a picture of the trail map but that was it so we were kind of just like well, the sun's over there. That means west, yeah, you know, like we're going it. north. Yeah. It, Never like, a good idea. It was so fun though. I have to say it was a good challenge. So first of all, we nice. were like maybe lost, but wouldn't admit that we were lost. Um, yeah. then at one point we, we saw two snakes and you know, that was kind of a, bit, a bit scary, but you know, it was fine. It was a little bit jumpy. Like, yeah, wow, yeah. we're really in the middle yeah, of it. You're roughing it. Yeah. We're in the wilderness. Are they garden snakes? Oh, wait, wait, garden snakes. Yeah, like, they were wait, garden of the gods. Wait, are there <laughs> little itty bitty ones? I mean, <laughs> I mean, they were, they were decent. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so snakes. like, I don't know, five minutes after that, <laughs> they were not rattlesnakes. <laughs> Yikes. I would have ran. I would have finished that trail really fast. Um, so yeah, a few minutes later, we were just kind of walking and, and talking and, um, 
my friend all of a sudden he's got this massive walking stick also like he's he's just doing his thing we're walking and all of a sudden he he yells something grabbed me and he falls (laughs) (laughs) he basically like you know flinches by his leg right he he thought that something apparently grabbed him there was nothing there oh. but he <laughs> it was his pant leg or something just touched him i think seeing the snakes just and he like out. fell on the ground and he fully <laughs> like wiped out nothing was even there you know it was a slight hill but thankfully he was classic fine, but, but that was the the joke for the rest of the week is something grabbed me and <laughs> oh i love it when those ha- like there's a phrase that happens whenever you're hanging out with people and it all just day yeah. <laughs> that was ours all day, all day. <laughs> so mine mine again is not this last week if you're a regular listener you know that I think every time I bring up a a funny story, it's from like last month or something. So this was from February. This is the best I got. So I, I if you guys don't know me, uh, I lead worship. So I lead worship quite a bit um, here at Eastview. And I also lead at my school, Lincoln Christian University. I'm graduating from there in, in the spring. Shameless plug. And huh? yeah, there you go. <laughs> seniors, yeah. If hey. Seniors, if you're looking, come talk to Zachariah. We both went there. Um, and so I'm leading worship um, and I walk up, you know, this is the first song has started, the click tracks going and I'm supposed to have everybody stand. So I'm, I walk up to the mic and my mask is still on. <laughs> I didn't even realize. So my mask is on. 2021 like, problems. Yeah, I know. So I introduce, I, you know, have everybody stand with my mask still on. I'm like, would you guys stay in worship with us? <laughs> and like just pull down my mask and like lead worship for like two, two or three oh, minutes. Oh, went with the chin the diaper? chin strap mask. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's what I got. That's. Yeah, that's me. You can send that to worship fails. I don't think it's good enough for worship (laughs) fails. I don't think it's good enough. Okay. Well, mine happened uh, pretty much kind of last week, week and a half ago. Um, So our staff went on our preaching retreat. So our preaching team on staff went on a preaching retreat and we were traveling back from this trip and we had a layover, just a short little layover in Dallas. I love layovers. Yeah. So we, <laughs> you like layovers? Yeah, it's fun. I love hanging out in airports and stuff. Yeah. Anyways, you are one of few, my friend. <laughs> okay. Anyway, we, we land in Dallas with like an hour before our next flight oh, yeah. to get back to Bloomington and it was around lunchtime. So we're like, all right, let's go grab some lunch real quick. Um, so we, we head to where our plane is going to take off to our terminal. Um, and we're looking around for food and there's a Chick-fil-A. And so we're like, you know, yeah, of course. Who doesn't love Chick-fil-A? Yeah. yeah. You know? So <laughs> we're like, we'll go grab Chick-fil-A and then make it back to our plane. Well, we start walking towards it and realize that the Chick-fil-A is on the complete other side of the terminal. Oh, wow. No. <laughs> well, we're already like more than halfway there that we're like, okay, well, hopefully it's like, we're just gonna have to check to see if there's, if there's a long line, like we can't do this. And you're going to miss. Yeah. We're going to miss our flight. Yeah. So we get to the Chick-fil-A and there's no line. There's oh, no wow. line. So Dang. we're like, okay, great. We yeah, have time. That's... So we all get up there, we order, we get done ordering and I start looking around because there have just been pockets of people just standing around. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I wonder why all these people are standing around. It's because they had all ordered their food, but had not gotten it yet. Oh no. So here we are with like a group of eight (laughs) and we're like, oh no. So we're counting down the the time. 
we have all flown many times, but mm-hmm. it was like we were airport amateurs yeah. here. So That's we're realizing that we're we're not gonna make it. So we're like, we go up to the Chick Fil A people. It's like, hey, just stuff stuff in a bag, all right? <laughs> because we're can. going. So I think we had like three things of fries and a couple of sandwiches and <laughs> a nugget, awesome. and we're like, we're out of here. <laughs> I'm just picturing you guys like running through the airport. It's, with yeah. Chick-fil-A. So imagine that Zach, Mike Baker. Sarah Baker, oh my you know, Matt McLean, and, and others sprinting through the airport. <laughs> were you actually running? Oh yeah, oh. we were running. We were running and we made it as they were closing oh the door. Gosh. Oh my gosh, all for so Chick-fil-A. So there you go. We barely made it. We're all sweating on the plane and awesome. Matt was sitting up front with all of our food. The whole flight? We couldn't get it until like we were almost back. Oh, no. Anyway, yeah, crazy stuff. That's funny. (laughs) All right, well, here, I'll close this out. Guys, thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate you guys sticking to the end and enjoying some of our fun stories. Hey, just a reminder to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't. And if you have made it all the way through, why not just throw this up on this episode up on your uh, social media page and give it it a shout out. We would really appreciate that. And yeah, we love you guys. We're so thankful for you. One more plug. Oh, yeah, yeah. One more plug. Follow Annie Breeze on Spotify. Yeah. Let's go. Check mark. Let's go. She's the real deal. Yes. Anyone can do it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening and have a great week. See ya. Well, guys, thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the conversation, I want to invite you to subscribe to the podcast and share it to your social media accounts. To stay up to date, check us out on Instagram at EastUHSM or join us on Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. for our high school service. Thanks so much for listening and have a great week.